Time for Alamogordo Town News on Crazy Radio. I'm Anthony Lucero. When it comes to news on 95.1 FM, weather always comes first. A few storms to follow this week across the U.S. and the tropics. A dangerous and sweltering heat wave will persist across Texas and parts of the southern U.S. Organized thunderstorms and heavy rain may lead to flooding in the southeast. Finally, Tropical Storm Brett has formed over the central tropical Atlantic and may strengthen before reaching the Lesser Antilles later this week. Closer to home, hot to very hot temperatures expected through the week. Temperatures each afternoon will top out near 100 degrees. We're going to have another look at the weather following this news. The village of Redoso has implemented Stage 2 fire restrictions effective immediately. These additional fire protections will remain in effect until officials determine that conditions have changed sufficiently to reduce the risk of human-caused wildfire. The village of Tularosa will hold a workshop tomorrow at 6 p.m. The agenda has been posted on villageoftularosa.com. The Alamogordo Public Schools regular school board meeting is happening tomorrow, 1211 Hawaii Avenue, beginning at 6 p.m. You're invited to join live or stream on the APS YouTube channel. A special meeting has been called by the Board of County Commissioners for Thursday at 9 a.m. Request approval of resolution updating the travel and per diem rates. Also request approval to sign a letter being sent by a coalition of counties to the BLM director requesting coordination on the Bureau of Land Management's proposed conservation and landscape health planning. The Alamogordo Recreation Center is excited to announce the exhilarating summer swim sessions. You can visit the AFRC Facebook page to access the registration form and find more details about each program. To sign up for the cleanup assistance or volunteer for the D5 cleanup event, please complete one of the forms available on the City of Alamogordo Facebook page, or you can call 575-446-9910 for more information or assistance. Homeowner and volunteer waivers should be returned no later than July 10th, and the event will be held on Saturday, July 15th. Keep Alamogordo Beautiful is excited to announce the launch of the website, keepalamogordobeautiful.org. This new website will provide residents and visitors with information that they need to get involved in the organization and to help keep Alamogordo a cleaner, more beautiful place to live, work, and play. The Alamogordo Public Library will be hosting two writers' workshops facilitated by author Amy Rivers. The first workshop will take place on Wednesday, July 12th from 2 to 4 and will focus on handling sensitive topics with care. The second writer's workshop will be on Thursday, July 13th from 2 to 4. That focus will be on character, point of view, and voice. These workshops are free, but registration is required. Visit alamogordolibrary.com for more information and to register. You can also visit the library or call 575-439-4148 for more assistance. The Republican Party of Otero County has a special event coming up. July 15th at the Tule Cantina. Starting at 5.30 p.m., we're going to have taco dinners. We're going to have 575 Band coming for live performance. And we're going to have Event Herald as our guest speaker and a couple other surprise guest speakers. You know, you're really going to be excited to see who we've got coming up for guest speakers. So, again, that's July 15th. Tickets are on sale now. Call the uh, any one of the board members. The party phone line, party phone number is 575-277-1141 or call me at 575-430-3313 to get your tickets now. Second Vice Chair Josh Beasley speaking with Crazy Radio. Alamogordo Public Schools is offering a couple of interesting summer camps beginning Monday. 
Keith Raymond will tell us about the coding camp, and then Dee Samuels will tell us about the leadership camp. The Alamogordo Public Schools presents a free coding camp for all enrolled Alamogordo Public School students in grades 6 through 12 from June 26th through June 30th from 8 a.m. to 12.30 at Alamogordo High School. Lunch will be provided, and buses will run from every campus to the camp destination. For more details, please visit the Alamogordo Public Schools Facebook page. For Crazy Radio, I'm Keith Raymond. A leadership camp will be available for all enrolled Alamogordo Public School students in grades 6 through 12, June 26th through the 30th from 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Students will learn about leadership, team building, plus enjoy both breakfast and lunch, as well as prizes. Free transportation will be offered. For more details, please email candice.lansford at alamogordoschools.org. That's candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E dot L-A-N-S-F-O-R-D at alamogordoschools.org. Or you can visit the Alamogordo Public Schools Facebook page. For Crazy Radio, I'm Dee Samuel. News from around the state in just a moment. This is Alamogordo Town News on Crazy Radio. I'm Anthony Lucero. The Alamogordo Center of Commerce presents the third annual Tularosa Basin Open Golf Tournament. Saturday, August 26th at Desert Lakes Golf Course. Featuring celebrity guest John Carlos. Contact the Center of Commerce today to sponsor our guest speaker. Breakfast and lunch, golf handbag, and more. Golfers, call Desert Lakes at 575-439-0290 to secure your spot in the four-man scramble best ball tournament. See you on the green. Directory Plus is the right size book. It's the book if you need a phone book. That's what just one person has to say about Directory Plus. With its red cover, features, colorful yellow pages, and lots more, it's no wonder people all over use Directory Plus. It has so much more information. You can cross-check phone numbers or addresses or pretty much anything. Look on the plus side, Directory Plus. I'm a big fan of Directory Plus. AlamogordoTownNews.com is a locally owned website featuring local news matters from a local perspective that affects you, and we bring it to you directly. Plus, local sports, cultural arts, and events. Online, alamogordotownnews.com. Owned and operated by Second Life Media. We are Otero County. John Sanchez, age 34, was pronounced dead on Friday after being on life support from an attack he suffered while in custody at the Metropolitan Detention Center in Albuquerque. An official with the MDC said the injuries came after altercations and an escape attempt. Sanchez was arrested on June 8th for suspicion of auto theft. A day later, prosecutors dropped their charges due to lack of evidence that he was responsible for that theft. Three jail officers are on administrative leave as the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office is investigating this death. On June 7th, Clovis police officers attempted to pull over Brian Campos and he fled from the attempted traffic stop. June 14th, Clovis officers located Campos, but he was able again to escape from the police pursuit. But this past Saturday, the 30-year-old Clovis man who got away from police twice was finally caught and arrested after a SWAT team with a warrant was deployed to an address where he had been located. The search recovered a stolen firearm, as well as Campos, who had several warrants for his arrest. He was charged with absconding from parole, two counts of aggravated fleeing from law enforcement, 
and one count of aggravated assault on a peace officer. Additional charges may be added. What was supposed to be a fun start to the week quickly turned into a traumatizing turn of events when a dozen people found themselves in need of a rescue at Siphon Beach in Corrales. Officials say the rushing water is cause for concern due to the amount that is flowing in the area and it's eroding the ground near the Rio Grande. Of the 12 people rescued, five of those were children. One individual required medical assistance. A 4.3 magnitude earthquake centered near Trinidad, Colorado, was felt in parts of northern New Mexico yesterday. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, the 4.3 magnitude quake happened at a depth of 4.9 kilometers, and the epicenter of that quake was located just a few miles north of Trinidad. The USGS data indicates the earthquake was felt near Raton and the Raton Pass in northern New Mexico, but that shaking in New Mexico was classified as weak. No damage has been reported as a result of the quake. Fire officials say they plan on moving forward with the Bighorn State Line prescribed burn near the New Mexico-Colorado border. Officials say the weather is favorable and they plan on starting the burn on or around Saturday, June 24th. The prescribed burn will be about 700 to 900 acres and include 216 acres of the Carson National Forest. Officials say the lighting of the burn will take up to three days. Firefighters will be on patrol and monitor the area to make sure the fire remains contained to the burn area. Native American tribal leaders and other supporters of last week's decision by the U.S. Supreme Court regarding adoption say it affirms their status as a sovereign nation and having a unique cultural identity. Roz Brown reports. The court upheld the Indian Child Welfare Act in a case known as Holland v. Brackeen. The lawsuit was brought by a Texas couple who challenged the federal law requiring that Native American kids up for adoption be placed with Native families whenever possible. Judith LeBlanc leads the Native Organizers Alliance and says too often a patchwork of decisions has been allowed despite the law applying nationwide. The truth is that on a state level and on a local community level, even though that's the law of the land, because it's a law that's not funded, sometimes it was not followed and sometimes we have to fight. Holland, the first Native American to serve in a president's cabinet, praised the decision, noting that for centuries U.S. policies have inflicted trauma still felt by Native children, families, and communities. In the 7-2 ruling, Justices Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito dissented, with Alito arguing that cases considered under the ICWA have often omitted what is in the child's best interest. With another case involving Native water rights yet to be decided by the High Court, LeBlanc says last week's victory was a small win in the larger fight to maintain tribal sovereignty and cultural continuity for generations to come. This decision gives us a peek into what a truly robust, multiracial, multinational democracy could look like. New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham also agreed with the court's decision, noting the critical importance of sustaining a child's connection to their cultural identity. I'm Roz Brown reporting. Las Cruces Public Schools have announced three finalists to take over as superintendent. The Board of Education has selected Dr. Deborah Elder, Monica Mesa, and Ignacio Ruiz. The district selected the three finalists from a group of seven semifinalists. Elder currently serves as the interim superintendent of Las Lunas Schools. She also worked for the Albuquerque Public Schools and received a doctorate in organizational change and leadership from the University of Southern California.
Mesa oversees 26 elementary schools serving as assistant superintendent of East Elementary Schools for Mesa Public Schools, which is Arizona's largest school district. She holds a master's degree from Northern Arizona University. Ruiz serves as an assistant superintendent for Clark County School District in Nevada. That county is home to Las Vegas and is also the fifth largest school district in the country. He graduated from the Association of Latino Administrators and Superintendents National Superintendent Academy and the McCourt School of Public Policy at Georgetown University. Next for the candidates, the district will hold a superintendent public forum at 5.30 on Thursday at Oregon Mountain High School. Candidates will be answering questions from the superintendent search committee. New Mexico has once again listed 50th out of all other states in child well-being. New Mexico Voices for Children Executive Director Amber Wallen says the ranking shouldn't get you down. Wallen touted government programs when speaking with the Santa Fe New Mexican by saying that investments in child care assistance, voter-approved expansion of early childhood services, and child-focused tax policy improvements all received national accolades. However, as pointed out by the Pinyon Post, while these improvements do show up in the data, they do not yet show up in the 50-state rankings. The rankings are based on data, but the various factors behind each indicator go beyond policies implemented by the states. Wallen concluded that we must continue our investments in early childhood as well as continue the other programs, so she wants to stay the course. The course at Landon, New Mexico, 50th. Think about that. Volunteer with us and keep Alamogordo clean. Join the District 5 Neighborhood Cleanup Initiative. Want to help? Want to help? Fill out the waiver form by clicking the link in this social media post. Also, dump your junk. Your junk. Saturday, July 15th from 7 a.m. to noon. Saturday, July 15th from 7 a.m. to noon. Start District 5's Cleanup Initiative by dumping trash, bulky, and unwanted items in the dumpster on the corner of 5th and Florida. Volunteer and let's keep Alamogordo clean. Your radio spot on weather forecast for the Tularosa Basin today calls for mostly sunny skies, winds gusting as high as 23 miles per hour, mostly cloudy tonight, winds gusting as high as 23, mostly sunny tomorrow, winds gusting as high as 22. Your high today in the basin, 97, low tonight of 73, high tomorrow, 99 degrees. In Cloudcroft, mostly sunny skies with winds gusting as high as 31, mostly cloudy tonight, winds gusting as high as 30, mostly sunny tomorrow, winds gusting as high as 29. Your high today in Cloudcroft, 76, low tonight of 56, high tomorrow, 77 degrees. Local breaking news can be found on our website, alamogordotownnews.com, and learn more about Crazy Radio by visiting kalhradio.org. That concludes today's edition of Alamogordo Town News on Crazy Radio. I'm Anthony Lucero.